Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about overcoming worry and anxiety. And it seems to be running rampant across the world, and especially in the United States. People are worried about this and that. They're worried about so many things, and they're not able to sleep. They've got all kinds of physical problems because of their worry and their doubt, and they've lost hope, and they've lost faith. And that's what this lesson is going to be all about, is gaining that hope back, gaining that faith back. So you want to stay with us. I want to mention before we start today that EncouragingMoments.com is a place you can go and gain free resources from all the things that we're putting out, like our podcast and our one-minute videos and our long-form videos, everything that we're doing is on EncouragingMoments.com. In fact, you can go in and put your email into the subscribe button, and you'll get an inspirational message from me every single day. Also, go to our website and click on our podcast, our listen area, and you can listen in the car, you can listen on your phone, you can listen on your computer, just anywhere you are, and you can listen to our encouraging moments and be inspired and change your life in the next 30 days, I challenge you, go to encouragingmoments.com and sign up for our free podcast, 30-minute audios. We've been getting letters. They're changing people's lives, and we're so glad you're here today. Well, let's pray. We are going to be talking about overcoming worry and anxiety. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, people are so worried today, Father. They're so worried about the what-ifs. What if this is going to happen? What if that's going to happen? What if this doesn't happen? But Father, in this message, you have truly given us a word that we are not to be anxious at all about anything And you personally have said it in these words in the Bible. And so we're going to be studying it today. Let anything that comes out of my heart or my mind be edifying to you, God, glorifying to you, and encouraging and inspiring to our audience. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there was a man that was really worried, and he said, you know, I've been trying to put my finger on what's causing all of my anxiety, but my boss doesn't like to be touched. (laughs) Of course, that's pretty funny. You know, that's kind of the way people feel. They try to blame someone else for their anxiety, and sometimes there is a source of your anxiety, but you have to learn how to cope with worry and anxiety. There is a definition for anxiety, and the definition of anxiety is being annoyed or distracted, disturbed state of being, to feel uneasy, concerned, or troubled. Many people have a hard time sleeping at night because their minds are filled with that worry, that one doubt in their mind that's keeping them awake. Instead of having faith, they walk into this doubt, and when they start worrying, Then the anxiety comes. And what are some of the things that anxiety can do? Because worry causes the symptoms of anxiety. Feeling nervous, restless, or tense. Having a sense of impending danger, a panic, or doom. Having an increased heart rate. Breathing rapidly. Some people actually tremble. They just shake. They're so worried. They feel weak or tired. 
trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry. They may be so fixated in this worry and doubt that they can't think of anything else, and they're frozen in position. And we're going to talk about that. See, whatever you're worrying about and you're carrying it on your shoulders alone, that worry is causing these physical attributes. Some people have trouble sleeping like we talked, experiencing stomach problems or intestinal problems, having difficulty controlling worry, having the urge to avoid things that trigger anxiety. And see, that's not bad to do in the beginning. I mean, you might have to stay away from things that trigger your anxiety, but it's really great to know how to cope against anxiety because if you stop worrying and you stop at the gate of your mind, those worry thoughts and those doubts and those fears, then this will not manifest in your life. Well, let's go ahead and read the Bible. I hope you have your Bible with you, Matthew chapter 6, 25 through 34. Let me read the Word of God. Here it is. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, that's King Solomon, in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans, the non-believers, run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Now that is the word of God, Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Jesus's own words to his disciples and people that were following him in the ministry when he was here on earth. And he was telling them, do not worry about your life. Stop that stinking thinking. And I have to give Zig Ziglar all the credit. I think he came up with that. And he talked about, stop the stinking thinking. And it's really true that you can start thinking bad thoughts and one thought leads to another and then it's like an avalanche in your life and you're negative and you're down and you're depressed and you're without hope. And Jesus is saying in this, this is the Son of God. This is God himself saying, do not worry about your life. Look at verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Do not worry about your life. 700 years before Jesus came to earth, in Isaiah 9, the prophet talked about Jesus and that he was called the Prince of Peace. Why? Because God sent this advocate to us, the Son of God, and he took on himself all of the pain and the agony of this life at the cross. All of our sins were forgiven at the cross. And he said in John 10.10, 10, I'm going to give them life and give it more abundantly. But you have to accept 
that abundant life. You have to surrender your life. Now, you may be walking around with that trouble right now, and you may be worried, and you may say to me, Bobby, you just don't know what I'm going through, the pressure that I'm under right now. No, I don't know, but I know a God who can change all things, and that God is Jesus Christ. He can take it away from you. Remember, in John 14, 27, he says, My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives unto you, my peace I give unto you. He wants us to have peace in our life. He didn't create all this wonderful world for you to have a roller coaster life, a terrible life, and to be worried all the time and anxious and have heart palpitations and to be trembling and feel weak or tired or depressed and down and without hope, that's not what Christ came here for. And that's not what the world was made for. Yes, you're going to have troubles. Of course, this is life. You're going to have realistically troubles in your life. But with Christ, we're more than victors with our faith in Jesus Christ. And so what these people were doing back then, there was a bunch of people that were worshiping money. And the Greek word for that is mammoneus, which means worshiping money. Now, money is not bad. It's not a bad thing because you need money and God knows you do. And he wants to bless you with a full basket so you can bless others and do great things. But if all you do is work and all you do is worry about your money and the what ifs in your life, then you are going to drive yourself completely crazy and you're not going to have any peace at all. Matthew 6.25, Jesus said in the Bible, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Christ should so captivate my heart and your heart that we engage our full capacities of heart and mind and body unto the Lord. Did you hear what I said? We should be so passionate. We should be so captivated about what Christ did for us and so thankful that what we will do is we will engage our full life. We will just turn our life right over because the greatest life is in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, one of the scriptures I love is he said, if you lose your life, then you will gain your life. And what does that mean? You know, it's just a, a funny statement. Well, if you go to God right now with a burden that you have, a worry, a doubt that you have, and you get on your knees and say, God, this is just too hard for me. Lord, please take it from me. Please take this from me and, and help me because I can't do anything with it. It's overwhelming me. And I don't want to think like this all night and lose sleep. And I don't want to be depressed and down. And right away, God will take that burden off of you. And he'll say, my child, give it to me. And you give it to him. And you don't worry anymore. You, you don't get up off your knees until that feeling and that worry and doubt leaves you. Just ask God to take it. Remember, he said, cast all your burdens on me, and I will give you rest. I would open the scriptures. I still do it every night. I open the scriptures up, and I read God's love letter to me, and it just inspires me every night. And it gives me hope. Because here's the thing. You're worried about your life, maybe. But remember what the Word of God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, not plans of calamity, but plans for success. That's what the Bible's saying to you. It's not too late. It's not over. You're not too old. It's not too far away. It's not too hard. God is the God of miracles. The door will open. 
the promotion will come, the help will be on its way, and you can't even see it right now because you're so down over this situation. But if you'll give it to God and don't worry about your life, the Bible says, do not be anxious about anything, is what what the Bible says. Do not be anxious about anything. Give it to me, and he'll take it. And the next thing you know, your answered prayer will come right at the right time. And I love this part of the Bible that it says, do not worry in Matthew 6, because Jesus is telling his disciples how they can live. You know, in the natural, I can't live like this. I can't live without doubt or fear or worry. But in Christ, I can take my burdens to him. And because I have the Holy Spirit in me, he comforts me and says, Bobby, it's going to be okay. You don't have to worry about this. I've got it. I've got it. And really, what do you really control in your own life? You don't control your health. You can try to manage it. You can't control it. You can't control your money. You can work at it and all that, but you can't control it. You can't control your son or your daughter when they get up of age. They have their own free will. Your, your whole life is dependent on faith and not just on work. Remember this, work is hard on your relationship with the Lord and time you spend with Him as you do on that career. Work is hard on the Lord and and your relationship with Him as you did that sporting event, like going to the football game or playing golf. You know, you need to turn your life completely around. If you're in this worry, you know, this is not normal for a Christian to worry, 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 worry. You should not have to do this. And God has a way out for you. My second point is, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Look at verse 27. And these are the Lord's words himself. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Now, you'll just get more gray hair if you worry. And if you continue to worry, Your blood pressure will go up, and your heart will jump, and all these things, and you could get sick over this. Just do yourself a favor and listen to those words and understand Jesus is saying, do not be anxious about anything. And then he says, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? So he's saying, don't worry about these things. Then he goes on in verse 28, and he's telling us to do something else. He's trying to tell us to have faith in God. Have faith in God. What does he say? And why do you worry about clothes? He says, see how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the fire, tomorrow will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So he's saying, gain your faith back by trusting me. You got faith, now let's go to trust. You got faith in God. Now let's take that faith and let's trust God at his word. You of little faith, he says, so do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans, the people that are non-Christians and some Christians, because they get trapped in a snare and there's nothing wrong with being successful because I, I work hard. I'm the first to work hard, but I know that I need rest and relationship. And what he's saying is the pagans run after these things, material things. They don't ever even consider God. They don't consider the Lord in decisions or anything. But we're different. We're supposed to be separated. We're supposed to be changed, a new creature in Christ. 
We're supposed to be renewed by our mind. We're supposed to have been enlightened by the words of God in the Bible and by His Holy Spirit telling us how we should live. He's absolutely talking to me and you right now saying, do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? For the pagans run after all these things. He's saying, don't worship money. He says, worship me. And in verse 33, here's the the key to this whole section of the Bible. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And so what's so wonderful about this? God's giving you a promise. If you'll turn your whole life to him, surrender all things to him, surrender your troubles, your worries, and your doubts. And he's trying to tell you, it's not too late. I'm going to come to your rescue, but you must seek me and find me, and you must ask me, and you must take that burden to my feet. And then here's what he says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. When I surrendered my life back in 1983, rededicated my life, I had one foot in the world and one foot in the Lord, and God spoke to me. He said, I didn't create you for this. I want you to come to me. I want you to rededicate your life. And I did. I went to the altar. I had tears in my eyes. You know, I really wanted God in my life. I didn't want to live trying to drive the steering wheel of my life. It it wasn't working. I wasn't doing good. I was a good person overall, but I just was full of worry and doubt and all those things. When I finally said, Lord, I want everything you have to give me. I'll surrender my finances. I'll surrender my life, my career, everything I've got. Knelt down, made that commitment. Man, what a great thing. I'm so glad I did. Then that's been so many years ago. Remember, 1983, you know, and here we are, 2022. I mean, so many years have passed. And I'm so thankful, and this is what I'm trying to give to you as a gift today. You are valuable and loved by God. Kneel down to Him today. Say, Lord, I know I've missed the mark. I know I'm not supposed to be worried all the time. You've said, do not be anxious. But God, I'm just asking to change my life. I want you to drive my life. I want you to be Lord and Savior. Not just Savior, but Lord over everything in my life. I give you my finances. I give you my marriage. I give you my relationships. I give you my money. I give you my career. I give you my future. Everything. Take your hands off the wheel. Let Jesus drive your car of your life. I'm telling you right here, I have seen so many great miracles, so many great things. And I'm believing for great things for you today. That's why I do these things. That's why I'm here with you today, because I've been called to encourage and inspire you from my years of experience in the Lord. And what he's telling you right now is there's a better way to live. Do not worry. Do not be upset about that situation. Don't let one day go by worrying to death about all these things, because one day all this is going to be thrown away. But what's not going to be thrown away is faith, hope, and love. And those things are in Jesus Christ. Now, I love what it says here. Take your worries to God and watch as he answers your prayers with a new hope. You know, when you're down because you're overcome with anxiety, you're, you're just down and you're feeling bad and you don't have hope. Well, Christ wants to give you new hope. He wants to say to you, hey, Come unto me, seek me. My presence will cheer you up. My presence will give you joy, unspeakable joy. In fact, when I when I get before the Lord and I just start praising him for what I have, I say, Lord, thank you, Lord, for a roof over my head. Thank you, Lord, for our ministry. It's your ministry, but Lord, you have let us work it. Lord, thank you for our audience. 
bless each one of those people out there that are listening to our podcasts and and seeing our videos. God, bless them in their coming in and their going out. I just keep thanking them for all the things in my life. The presence of God falls, and man, I just get so joyful. The real key in Matthew 6.33 is that seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Be sure that you have a great Bible. Be sure that you get a Bible, and be sure you read it every day. It will bring you hope and joy and peace and love and understanding and wisdom and knowledge that maybe you've never had. If you haven't read these scriptures, the Holy Scriptures, start reading those scriptures. These are some things that I do every day that help me. I take time out every day to pray at least 20 minutes to turn over problems and petition God for things that we need or I need. We pray for you out there. Here's some other things. I work out at least four days a week because I want to keep the temple of God, my body, strong so I can do His work, and I want to keep my mind strong. So I work out at least four days a week to renew my mind. I listen to worship music every day. I take a walk most days. I rest in His promises. I rest one day a week to renew myself. You know, God created the world in six days, and on the seventh, He rested work in the yard or do something really that doesn't take any brain power. I kind of I like to uh, wax my car. It's like therapy to me. If I wax my car and it looks good and everything, I don't even have to think about anything, and it does a lot for me. It gives me real strength. And then have fellowship with friends and be sure to go to church every Sunday, Wednesday night when you can. Go to church. So do all these things. We're trying to tell you today that put faith in God, focus in on Jesus Christ. And he keeps saying, do not be anxious for anything. And I want to leave you with this scripture right here. It's in Philippians chapter 4. It's one of my absolute favorite in the Bible. And here's what it says. It's, it's in verse 4 of Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say again, rejoice. Let all your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And here's where it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Now that, my friend, is something you need to put on your wall. You need to go to Philippians chapter 4 four, and go all the way down through verse 7. Write it down, read it over and over, memorize those words. Because in that one scripture, it connects to Matthew 6 when Jesus said, do not worry about your life. So God's telling you, trust me, have faith in me, and don't be anxious this week. Friend, don't waste one more minute of your life worrying about any situation in your life. Take it to the Most High God, and you know very well He will answer you and He will take care of you. You can trust God with the consequences of your life. Just surrender everything to Him. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask that you would put peace upon my friend that's listening today. Just put peace in their heart. Put peace in their mind. Protect their heart and mind from any uh, dangerous thought or any thought that could be depressing or down, if they even think of a thought, let them stop it at the gate of their mind and reject it and fill it with the Word of God. Like Jeremiah 29, 11, where it says that God has a plan for success for every individual. So, Lord Jesus, 
Fill them with your presence. Fill them with your strength. Give them a wonderful week and let them overcome worry and anxiety through the Lord Jesus Christ who gives us faith and hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm just so excited about being here. I just look forward to this all the time. We love you here at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams, and we want to hear from you. If you'd like to write us, you can go to the website. There's a contact area. You can email me. You can talk to us. We love you in the Lord. I hope you have a great day today. Do not be anxious about anything. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.